join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. You know, I'm regretting him implementing this new technology. Perhaps she's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing him out of an airplane. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta move on from Batman. <laughs> I did Star Wars first. <laughs> I know. I found out the I breathing did. from Darth Vader was recorded scuba sounds, like the scuba. Really? Gear. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It actually does. It makes sound sense. Like yeah. That. Yeah. The scuba gear. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm a licensed scuba diver. That's awesome. Right on. So it really does sound like that, but it's fun. Really? I told. Yeah. I. Uh, I told Felix that the number one conversations that we have is Nickelback and Spider-Man. And he said, you really need to switch it up. Because <laughs> I added I added the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans to the Hulu. And I'm like, I, I want to watch this. He's like, nope, don't want to watch those. They do. They were good. They were I great. Thought, yeah. He's like, nobody really thinks they're good. No one likes. I was, like, I was a little kid when I saw them. So I thought they were freaking awesome. Okay, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Let's not get into Spider-Man already. We normally wait at least 45 minutes. For at least an hour. (laughs) It happens every time. Welcome to the Toon Junkies Podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. And I'm Lex. And today we're here with the fellas from Overdrive Orchestra. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Thanks for having us. I'm glad to be here. No problem. Hello. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Tell us what you play? Yeah, yeah. My name is Chris. I play guitar, and I'm also the lead singer. Oh, nice. I'm uh, Adam Bogues, Adam the Sledgehammer Bogues. I play bass guitar, and I sing poorly. Is that on your birth certificate? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We can, you can legally change your name to the Sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Should I start a GoFundMe? For the, <laughs> it's like a thousand bucks, I think. I thought it was like cheap. $500. Really? Yeah, you half off right now? I don't know, Christmas special? Maybe. Yeah, there you go. I know you can pay a company to make you a lord. Well, like that's a thing oh. you can do now. It's like, yeah, here's fifty bucks, and now I'm Lord Christopher. But only the Queen can make you a Sir. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not too. And before about. we get into more about you guys, I do got to ask Chris, um, how was your weekend? My weekend, um, well, it was a, uh, it was more, uh, it was more eventful than I expected. Yeah. Um. So I went on this date, and uh, is this real? Why don't you listen to the story? No, because no, I'm suspicious that it's well, not anyways, real. <laughs> I went on this date, and uh, so we're talking, and you know, given the times, it's never safe to just meet up with a stranger uh-huh. that you met on Tinder. Yeah. So it was me, this girl, and her friend, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're talking, and we get food, and then we go out and get some drinks, and then like, I don't know if she's had too many, or maybe she was just holding off. But then she asked me, she goes, so what time were you born? And I was oh like, Oh my God. Oh my God. First of all, <laughs> swipe. I, yeah, I don't even know who my parents are. How the fuck would I supposed to, how am I supposed to know what time it was? But yeah, that kind of ruined the whole thing. So, uh, long story short, um, I almost had a threesome, but I was just two people short. Yeah. Mm, sounds so, better than mine. Well, how was your weekend? Well, you never got who. You'll never guess who got kicked out of Pier One again. <laughs> I think I will guess. Was it you? What, yeah. How did you get kicked out this time? Okay, so here I was just looking to purchase some imported goods, and I was looking at the cutest little 
angel lawn fixture when all of a sudden my belly started rumbling and I was reminded of the Milindo Acapulco burrito I had had two hours prior. And before I could even get to the bathroom, it exploded right through my pants and onto a veteran. And I would like to apologize to that woman. <laughs> Wait, so this is another poopy pants story? Yeah. Another Toon Junkies exclusive. Mm. How long did it take for another poop pants story? Uh, almost two years. Do you want to know a secret? Yeah. So the other weekend when we all hung out, mm-hmm. remember at my You're, house? You already told me. I pooped my pants. <laughs> I did. Yep. Yep. All That's... right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't joined the poop pants club in a while. Yeah. Uh, Dang. I'm up 200% okay, from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, all three of us have too many too close calls. Yeah. So. Oh, more than that. <laughs> I've had my share of close calls for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm lactose intolerant. And I don't eat any Ooh. differently. So. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, right on. Air five. My life. Super lactose, but it's well, like it's... the opposite. I don't get the, I get the like, don't get to shit for two weeks kind of thing. Dang, that's what mm-hmm. happened. As soon as I took the enzymes, I just got clogged up. I was like, man, better, better out than just in. So. That stuff doesn't work on me like really? at all. The only thing that helps me go to the bathroom is my Adderall. That's it. <laughs> Stimulants always. Will be mm-hmm. I will go to the. I went to the bathroom. I went poop five times this morning. As soon as I had my first sip of coffee, two more times. Wow, like rub it in. Yeah. Within yeah, the first two hours of the morning, I was like, I pooped seven times already. What is going on? It's like on? one sip of coal, one sip of coffee, my poop. Buenos dias, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we I started a podcast, because all I want to hear is everybody's poop stories. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. <laughs> this is a, okay. The first question we like to ask here on the Toon Junkies podcast is, do you think your farts can tell you just how sad your bowels are? Yes, absolutely. For, for example, earlier I farted and it sounded sad. It went like it goes down. Is that any indication of how my guts are doing? I feel like if it's like got um, like I an actual. I promise we're not just going to talk about poop. No. We'll move on. Just... I feel like if it has a sound, you have to involve a lot of muscle effort and you're just stocked up because of that. Like you have to push out the fart, which means your digestive system needs some help. So a sadder tone means a fuller bowel. Yeah, because I feel if it goes up, that means you uh-huh. have stuff in the works. Like it's going to come out soon. So, oh, yeah. so your your mm-hmm. theory is that browns that farts the push the brown based out based on whether or not there's there's poop mm-hmm. still in the bowel. Like if it's mm. prairie dogging, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a different. Pitch. I hate that term. It's like how full <laughs> the bottle of water is. When you yeah. how full the bowels are mm-hmm. with poop. Mm-hmm. I prefer the term crowning. That's mm-hmm. my favorite terminology when it comes to referring to I'm about to poop. Do you deliver poops like babies? I am rarely. He's crowning. <laughs> you have to like am... lift your knees yeah. up to your chest. Right? It's the closest I'll ever get to giving birth. Yeah, I'm rarely afforded the uh, the gift of birthing a shit. I rarely get big poops. I do enjoy a good big poop. Uh, we're not going to talk about poop this whole time. I that's promise. Not, yeah, that's no, not. That's what actually... is the second question? Because I feel like Nick's got one. Oh wait, wait, wait! Chris never answered. Oh yeah. Um... <laughs> 
I like that we're working our way backwards from poop. Now we're on farts. Yeah, yeah. I think that <laughs> we started at the eating. most extreme. <laughs> Vomits next. I think they're definitely telling of what's going on inside you. Um, I've definitely had, like, as far as, like, your insides, organ and stuff, and just, like, you in general. Mm-hmm. I've been, like, pissed off before, and I'm like, damn it. And then I'm like, <laughs> and it's like the fart said damn it. So Holy I think it's very telling. Like how dogs feed off your energy. Absolutely. Your farts also feed off your energy. If you're a gastroenterologist, entronologist, whatever. If you work with poop, email us at toonjunkiespodcast at gmail.com and let us know what the deal is. Yeah, send us pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, the actual first question we'd like to ask here is, what was your first experience with live music? Ooh, it's mm-hmm. a great question. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything before this. The first show I went to was Aerosmith oh, cool. at a DTE amphitheater, and Joan Jett was opening. Oh, nice. It was like an all-American experience. Nice. I was like 13. I was like, rock music. That's my friends show. like to joke and say that Steven Tyler is my real father because <laughs> we both have giant mouths. You know, I used to think that it was Joan Jett and the Blackheads, and then <laughs> I grew up a little bit and realized reading is a thing, and it's black arts. Those damn homeschools, man. <laughs> yeah. Shut the Don't teach nothing. <laughs> the Blackheads. That's great. <laughs> Joan really Jett. Did. A proactive <laughs> commercial. <laughs> yeah, I used to be Joan Jett and the Blackheads until I tried proactive. And now I'm Joan Jett and the Black Hearts. Ruined Just... hearts, not your complexion. <laughs> Joan Jett, you better pay this man for that slogan. My first show is uh, 1998 Christian rock band called DC Talk on their Supernatural tour. DC Talk? Yeah. And each member ended up breaking up from DC Talk and becoming fairly successful on their own. It was like a super group almost of Christian music. Did they pull like an under oath and first they were like, praise Jesus, and now they're like, no. Fuck the Lord. It was actually the opposite. They started off like kind of ambiguous a little bit and mm. just went straight praise Jesus. Unfortunately, hey. they went the backwards route. Well, Whatever yeah, works like, for you. We don't judge. The super group almost just like they were banned first and yeah. then separately they were a big deal. Hmm. I was I uh, only allowed to listen to Christian music for a very, very long time. Me too. Actually, so. Yeah, not even radio Christian music. Like my mom had to pick it out. Oh, man. Hey, Tragic. Wow. Yeah, it's the worst. I don't envy either of you. I think I cried the whole concert because it was too loud. Oh, I thought pretty that's much. not I, where I, I thought you were going to go. It was too loud. It was like I was just freaked out. It was too loud a little bit. My dad kept telling me about how loud Kiss was when he saw Kiss. Oh. And this is nothing. Freaked me out. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to rub it in. Yeah, he's like, "Haha, I got to see a real band." You get to see DC talk. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I get to see Kiss. This is nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna kick my ass. <laughs> Thanks for putting a word in to mom about what concert we go and see. Oh man! So let's take it back to the beginning yeah. of uh, Overdrive Orchestra. How do you guys form, and mm-hmm. what's up with that? I have to notice <laughs> that you're two member, what? two member group, which is. Definitely not an orchestra. No, I yeah, just love the... Uh, 
we're the we're the main guys. We didn't we didn't even bother telling the other guys to come with us because they live on the uh, east side of Michigan. Mm. We live on the west side of Michigan. We meet up west side. We need to. I'm just kidding. Keyboard uh, player lives in uh, San Francisco. So. What? Yeah. yeah. We're we're actually a five piece, but mm-hmm. we're we'll be honest. We do most of the talking. So, uh, hi, I'm Cameron Hill and Sean Sova and James Blevins. <laughs> nice to meet you. We're really glad to be hey, here. Nice, hey, thanks for coming, guys. Yes, <laughs> here in spirit. But in all seriousness, they're like newer members in the whole scheme of things. We've been playing music for I don't know fifteen years at least, and. Together? Yeah, together, together yeah. yeah. In d- different groups, mm-hmm. Overdrive Orchestra kind of came to be in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a different drummer way back in the day, cut a couple EPs, and then he was just like done with music out of nowhere. It was really weird, mm-hmm. almost like a breakup kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Like we were sulking for a little bit. It was weird. <laughs> I mean, that like that is a relationship it is like a breakup mm-hmm. absolutely we talked about that his dad times. was a real prolific drummer um and so he's always kind of comparing himself i think um. a little bit and he is such a perfectionist that it just became like a chore yeah. uh, mm-hmm. rather than an expression so he just ended up hating himself after every session because mm-hmm. he's comparing an apple to an orange you know tragic yeah, he never hits that mm-hmm. you know yeah that bar Unfortunately. What's that phrase, that saying? It's like, if you judge a goldfish on its ability to climb a tree, it'll always seem like a failure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he eventually goes back to playing and learns to love it again. Absolutely. Because he's, he's great at it. Yeah. Um, but that kind of set the groundwork for what the band is today. Like We, we were a three-piece, but I used a lot of different effects pedals, which I still do. So I could sound like two different guitars. Mm-hmm. So there's still those stereo with his amps and all that. So you got the orchestra thing there. We've always liked uh, like Led Zeppelin and and Tool. So we like the hard rock and stuff, but they also have like really melodic symphonic passages, stuff, symphonic for sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, fast forward a couple of years, like we moved down to Nashville to kind of really get our chops, and uh, went through a string of drummers there. Came back to Michigan and met the the three guys that are in the band now and kind of now we live up to the name we kind of made the name and now it works we have an actual second guitarist so yeah. i don't have to do all the trickery <laughs> vision to, first yeah. yes the dream, dream board vision board vision the same thing board. right vision dream board, board vision board whatever yeah first time me and chris ever played music on a stage together was uh for a talent show we played a van halen song Nice. Which right one? now, R.I.P. Van Hagar. Yeah. Yes. Van right Hagar. Yeah. Van Hagar. Wait, are you guys? <laughs> I like Van Hagar. Van we got Hagar. marked down. We played the album speed version, and mm-hmm. on the um, radio, they sped it up a tad bit, so they thought we were playing it slower than we were mm. supposed to, quote unquote, because me and Chris didn't grow up in you know the 80s, so we didn't know what the <laughs> yeah. speed was the on 80s. the radio back yeah. then. We only knew the album version. but Yeah. Hmm. That's news to me. I didn't know that. I didn't know they did that either. Yeah. Radio well, they got, trickery. They got to make more time for ads. That's right. Know. It makes it more exciting too, and it's fast. Yeah. Oh, well, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know they like cut things out sometimes because, mm-hmm. like, the radio version of Black Betty, because there's like this huge, just crazy solo with a bunch of different instruments. They just kind of condensed it. Meow. Down. There's a song that I don't know why they edit the 
Uh, signs, signs everywhere, the signs. Whatever the next line of that song is, they cut it out of on 97.7. I don't know why, because it's huh. not like he's saying, like, saying shoot heroin into no. your baby or anything like that. Yeah, it's signs said long-haired freak people. Yeah, and I don't know why. I I always look up the lyrics. I'm like, why are they cutting that out? But And then when they do that, it messes it up. Like, the whole flow, it's like a big chop and like Ugh, okay, and then why play, even play uh, that song if you're gonna fuck it up cocaine <laughs> <laughs> yeah they'll play Z, uh what not eric clapton eric clapton yeah yeah but hey what's the difference between a baby and an eight ball of cocaine Ooh, is this okay um neither oh. one let you sleep one's <laughs> one's a little cheaper <laughs> than <Lex>. the other <laughs> eric clapton wouldn't drop the cocaine out the window oh my fucking god <laughs> Oh, dark jokes. I love it. Or at first, I thought that was going to be a dead baby joke. And I was like, man, Close. I haven't heard one. <laughs> it pretty Close. I know. Is. <laughs> oh, you guys remember when Michael Jackson like hung his baby blanket? over the porch yeah. blanket. and almost oh, dropped yeah. him? Blanket. Or, uh, Simba. Yeah. yeah well. What's worse, that he did that or that the baby's name was Blanket? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the child's name is Blanket. Yes. Yeah. You didn't know that? He no. did not go the Frank Zappa route. He went the weird route. <laughs> he didn't go the George blanket. Foreman route where George Foreman and all of his children are named George. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I Wait. had a roommate in college. His name was Tony Kyle. His name was like Antoine, but he went by Tony's yeah. dad. Tony's real name was Anthony. His brother's name was Antonio. Went by Tony. That sounds like a cult. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. Where Anyways. Before <laughs> your horrible joke. <laughs> I appreciated that I joke. Them, man. I, I appreciated liked it that joke. too. <laughs> we were talking about um, how the band formed, and you said mm-hmm. you guys, the first time you played together was, was in 15 college. 15 years ago. Uh, high school, high school, high school, actually. high yeah. school. For talent the, show. I met him in fourth grade. Then so we've known each yeah. other for a very long time, been friends, but we didn't actually start playing music until probably our freshman year of high school. I think mm-hmm. we hashed out some Nirvana tunes in his room or something. Yeah, Nirvana mm-hmm. definitely brought us together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think we had our first band in like junior year yeah. of high school. Yeah. Um, when the pedestrians a... broke up, it made me a free man. Yep. <laughs> was that the name of the band? My band. B- okay. b- yeah, we had separate things going. We mm-hmm. just hang out and play music together because that's what friends did. But yeah. I like how you said did, not that's do. That's what friends did. Yep. That's, that's what they did. Now that's what they, they did. Just, now now they in the before anymore. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in the MySpace era. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. What a throwback, MySpace. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's still alive. Yeah. I, I probably Justin have. Timberlake owns it. I wouldn't recommend going to no, the that's site. Tom. It's, that's uh, a picture of Tom. Is it still Tom picture? I miss Tom. Is I the don't. site like a sad shell of what it used to be? No, yeah, actually, a lot of ads. Uh, yeah. Least, yeah. yeah. The last time I was on it. I feel like it's having kind of a minor turnaround. Like people like are resurgence. going back on it as a nostalgia Ooh. thing. I think it became like a music site for a while. Like everybody right, stopped actually, making I think it. Justin Timberlake did buy that. Someone did. <clears throat> Tom doesn't own it. I hope Tom's doing all right. He's got. I be. bet he is. He's got. Be. I bet. He's... I bet just. I bet JT paid him a big old check for pretty penny. Yeah. But um. Anyways, let's not talk about Tom. Um. So you said you guys got together in high school for Nirvana. Was Nirvana one of the things that inspired you both to pick up your respective instruments, or? I would say. More or less. That's um, what definitely encouraged me to keep 
upon picking up my respective yeah. instrument. Not maybe not the reason why I picked it up, but definitely a reason that kept me at it for sure. What was a reason that made you pick up your instrument? You know, I liked music and I enjoyed playing guitar a little bit. I played guitar when I was like eight. Mm-hmm. Um, just my dad pretty much forced me to learn an instrument, um, so I just picked guitar because it was easy and it was okay. Um, but then I, once I finally got away from Christian music a little bit, I I heard some hip hop was the first first thing because new metal was real big yep. and POD was doing mm-hmm. that. So that kind of like was my and yeah. So, so you're already listening to bass. one, so I might as well checked out the other. Exactly. Half of it. Yeah. So that was my transition. Started to listen. It was like Ti Rubber Band Man. Oh, like I just nice. This 808 yeah. for the yeah. first time. I was like, oh man, what is that? So. Low end. That was my first, yeah, first attraction towards it. For but. sure, I definitely listened to a lot of hip hop at first. Like that was my go-to music. Everybody listened to it. Oh, couldn't yeah. escape it. Um, but honestly, I saw the movie School of Rock, and I saw Bro. Jack Black playing that SG. I was like, that's so pretty much. cool. <laughs> I've been looking for this validation. I, yeah. Recently, I was. I think I was when I was interviewing Ben Rosette I told him that the first time I'd ever seen like an actual not actual because it's a movie but like uh, Battle of the Bands was that fucking movie I've never mm-hmm. been to one and that is a terrible representation of Battle of the Bands <laughs> that was, was the sold best out. promoter in music history because <laughs> they were able to get 2,000 like people to a show the day, on a Wednesday yeah. morning for a yeah. Battle of the Bands <laughs> yeah. 2,000 people at noon I don't think so it means I was drunk yesterday, yeah. yesterday. that's my favorite quote from it <laughs> I like how he had, I don't know, I don't remember who it was, but he had somebody transition from a stand-up bass to like, just like a basic string bass. And I'm like, it's not that easy just to jump between the two. If you're good, it is. She had yeah. never picked up a bass guitar before. She was good. That's what but she was she able to do. But she went to a private school. She had oh, all true. the uh, resources she needed. Yeah. You know? Maybe he gave her an Asia CD. She's fine. Yeah. She, <laughs> she learned right how to play it in one day. Yeah, well, maybe it helped that she wasn't classically trained, so she didn't know too much, so she was able to shift Well, she, she was because she started did with she, a stand-up bass. But did she... What, what if she if just she started with it? that? Does it automatically make her classically trained? It's a classical instrument. Sometimes, yeah, could be a folk instrument. If you get the thump and stuff. Hmm. It's easier to go from stand up to electric than the other way around because mm-hmm. the lack oh, of frets sure. makes it difficult. I always thought classically trained meant that you were trained classically. Correct. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ozzy always would pick classically trained guitar players mm-hmm. when they're 18 yep he'd That's make sure cool. they're classically trained make sure they're young enough where he could you know influence, influence them. them exactly mm-hmm. and I th- yeah, there's somebody else I know. Well, there's something else I know that also uses that. Te- oh, that's right. It's the military. That's yeah. what he uses that. Yeah. Skull rock. Okay. Moving forward. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's right. It's so as simple as that. Yeah. School of rock inspired you to be like, bro, I want to be like Jack Black. Yeah. And then I got it really into like rock and roll just from watching that movie. Uh, I heard the immigrant song, man. Yeah, I heard the immigrant song. I was like, are you kidding me? Led Zeppelin licensed music? Yeah. I know what licensing music is now. What? Yeah. I'm not surprised they gave it to Jack Black, though, because yeah. he's like a diehard fan. He's phenomenal, he though. I think there's like a, if you watch the bonus features on the DVD, there's like a two-minute clip of him begging Led Zeppelin. <laughs> and it's at the Battle of the Band scene, so he's got like 2,000 people, mm-hmm. and he's like, please let us use your song. Please, 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 please. Thank you, Led Zeppelin, for 
letting him blast that song in his crummy, crummy van. Was what it are, was it Led Zeppelin or I don't remember who it was. They wouldn't allow, no, it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They wouldn't allow Glee to do the cover of their song. They're like, no, yes. you can't play our music in your Thank show. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Sticking Good. to their guns. Mm-hmm. Just when you thought something awful couldn't get worse, Glee will do a version of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never somewhere, watched a single minute of that show. Somewhere there was a hippie couple doing a cover of your favorite hip hop song. Oh God, he's going for the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how hard it was for uh, Thor to get immigrant song. Well, probably that's, not that hard. That's at Marvel that point. money. That's yeah, Disney. That's Marvel that's money. Disney yeah. money yeah. for sure. Disney. Yeah, they're like, yo, here's three million dollars. Let us play thirty seconds of your song. Yeah, but whenever that song plays in that movie, it was fucking. Oh, it does. It's perfect. It's like it's right when the like Thor comes out and all the lightning goes. Yeah, up it's like and when then, his, his like, mm-hmm. what are you the god of again? And but I love. I wanted her to stay alive. I wanted her to be in the next movie because I love her. Never saw a body. Yeah. Didn't Chevy get in trouble for like using rock and roll without? Led Zeppelin's permission or something in like a truck commercial. I'm not sure. I swear, rock and I, roll was like in a truck commercial. I remember hearing it. I don't know if they got in trouble for it, but yeah, yeah. I hope they did. Led Zeppelin <laughs> should not have done that, <laughs> right? No, we're, they should not have. Where are we at in the time? We we didn't even scratch the surface yet. We're talking about picking up your instruments. Um, so other than. Nirvana, and you mentioned Tool, and you mentioned somebody else who was another. Hmm, I'll just cut this out, and they won't even know. That little uh, band called Led Zeppelin. Led ah, that's Zeppelin. what it was. I, I, I was got distracted because like, we were just been talking we about Led Zeppelin. Talking about they knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I heard that song, the Flower Power. There's the yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? Army of Darkness. That's a Greta Van Fleet joke, everybody. Um, Highway tune, great Led Zeppelin song. Yeah. I honestly thought it was Led Zeppelin when I first heard it. Oh, yeah. What was some of the music that you uh, was your intro to like, oh, I think music might be the outlet of my choosing. This is what I might want to do with my life. I mean, for me, it was probably probably Led Zeppelin and then a little later Pink Floyd. I just like I got really into the 70s, uh, a little bit of 60s mm-hmm. rock, too. Um, and like Jimi Hendrix just the guitar gods, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, I really wanted to learn how to solo. I, like, went at that first, just shot for the stars. And uh, I, like, learned how to do, like, rhythm guitar later. Obviously, I learned how to play rhythm from learning songs. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, songwriting, it took me a while, admittedly, to write a good song. Um, but, yeah, I would say classic rock. And then I got into, like, newer rock, like, Queens of the Stone Age. And I think... Them, after Led Zeppelin, that was, like, the next pinnacle. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this band is, like, relatively modern. They're they're still, like, kind of 10 years old at this point. Yeah. But, like, this rocks. I love this. And I, I, I love everything Josh Homme does. Them Crooked Vultures yeah, is, yeah, okay. like, a dream come true. I don't know if I have a direct answer to that question. To me, it's always been something that's been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom and dad would even tell me, like, 
before I developed a memory, I'd literally be like in their arms, like trying to get me to go to bed. They'd end up putting on like an acoustic talking heads track. I, Ooh. And Ooh. I forgot the name of it now, Very but someone nice. goes, little baby. And I just went <laughs> nuts. I would start banging my head. They would have to literally set me down because I'd just be banging my head so hard. And I, there's that. videos of me dancing to like Gloria Estevan, like, nice. come and check it funny lady. I just like, ever since I can remember, I just really enjoyed uh, the freedom that comes with it. I don't know. So I don't know if there was one particular moment as much as it's always been there. I, I've i always felt this connection with music. Like I'm not, I wasn't really taught how to be expressive. You sure. know, I came from a household where it's like, hey, keep your nose down, do your work don't talk to me. I was like, all right, that's fine. I can do that. But like music to me has always been an outlet to where, oh, that sound and everything they're doing right there is how I feel. And to go off what you're saying, when I, cause I got my first synthesizer when I was like six or seven. Nice. And then my mom found a violin and passed that on to me. And then I got my first guitar right after that. But to me, it wasn't about expression. It I think it's cause the ADHD like the only thing that could satisfy it Absolutely. was the orchestral tracks on my keyboard, like mm-hmm. the Mozart, the Beethoven. So I was listening to it and I learned how to play them by ear. And that was literally like something I got fixated on. And I think that's kind of what kept me from being too wild. You know how ADHD yeah, yeah. is oh, very yeah. energized children. And going off what you just said, I think that music, like if you are into music and most people or at least casually into music. Mm-hmm. But if you play an instrument, it can definitely become like an obsessive thing. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, which if you can make it productive, then mm-hmm. you're in the good, you're right. in the clear. Mm-hmm. Um, Until it gets to like the obsessive perfectionist thing to where it it basically kills the mm-hmm. love you have for it. Yeah. Like but, the drummer guy. Yeah, Snacks. Snacks, yeah. yeah. But I feel like once you get obsessed about something, it's not even just about the expression of it. It's literally like, I want to feel this. And I just like it just I don't know if you guys get this feeling oh, yeah. where it's almost like um like a, an adrenaline rush mm-hmm. for however long this piece is that's got you connected to it. So yeah. that's it's a how weird it rabbit hole and, for sure. It is it's like it trying really to grab is. and just hang on to that idea you had before it's gone in five seconds. And that alone is kind of. Gives you adrenaline rush. It's like I got. Mm-hmm. There's like a timer on it almost, and yeah, especially when you start like first started your instrument, you had no exposure mm-hmm. to any training. You had no exposure to like, like okay, obviously now you have years and years of listening to these specific bands like Led Zeppelin. But when I don't know when you got your first instruments, you didn't have any time under your belt, mm-hmm. so you just heard it and you're like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And you know that's such an exciting feeling as a kid. Yeah, so. for sure. And I think, yeah, we're all just chasing that exactly. original feeling. Mm-hmm. It's hard to... Chasing the dragon. Exactly. Yep. But that's how you get into bands and orchestras, because other people can feed into that, for sure. Exactly. Speaking of orchestras... How did you guys come up with the name? I have to know. Um, it was kind of a group effort. Um, we had been workshopping some names, and I came up with the Overdrive portion because i wanted to convey that like you're gonna get loud music from us like we like to turn our amps up get over it um and then i run distortion on my bass more than the average joe you know we got the overdrive thing going i really like that name but just the word overdrive wasn't enough because then for all they know we're just 
a garage rock band, yeah. and there's a little bit more going on than that. Uh, and we had a keyboard player at the time, I believe, or maybe we were just between at the time and ended up not getting another one until JC like two years ago or whatever. But uh, yeah, that, like Chris was saying, even with his pedals and using the two amps and stuff, getting like a big wall of sound for lack of better words. Um, yeah, that kind of struck. It's like, you know, we do kind of an orchestral element to it. And mm-hmm. me and Chris like that idea. And the alliteration worked really well. So we went with it. <clears throat> when you walked in and you guys were like, I'm overdrive orchestra. I was just like, these are two guys trying really hard to be a symphony. That's where the overdrive comes from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hard workers. It, it was that for a little bit. It seemed oh, like, yeah. especially when our drummer jumped ship way back when we're like, yeah, we're two dudes. And trying to do the symphony thing. Yeah, literally just moved to to Nashville right after that too, and it, it was it was really weird trying to just convey that to as a three piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your guys' style. I mean, you guys have themes that touch on peace, love, spirituality, mm-hmm. enlightenment, all that stuff. So just like to kind of talk about the mechanics of that. And yeah, your songwriting processes. For sure, I think. Um, in general, with my songwriting, I like to touch on a lot of like the human experience, um, just like the existential dread or not dread. Maybe you're having a good time, but just like it's hard to not think about that kind of stuff once you get past like love songs and breakup songs. Mm-hmm. Like there's more to life than just that cycle. Um, so lyrically, that's where it comes from. And with Overdrive, uh, it definitely is a little bit more so because I do some stuff on my side over here that's a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's what that's all about. Musically, um, I've always had people say that like the guitars are kind of hypnotic. Uh, we have some songs that are like very droney using the same note, but then we also have um, just like really circular riffs. So I, th- I would think har- not harmonic, hypnotic. Um, I've also been told we have like a kind of a gritty sound. We do have that garage rock, and that's probably because of how loud we play. Mm-hmm. Um, the song that really punches that note for me was the HCBM, mm-hmm. which oh yeah, I would really, I'd be very happy if that stood for hardcore bowel movement, but I'm gonna guess it doesn't you're not far off really dangerously close (laughs) dude yeah and you would be we're talking about i would be lying (laughs) if i said that we never you know said that what was it hard can't talk yeah yeah. a hardcore bowel movement yeah i did say that could have been in the acronym i know we've said that we will accept that answer yes You guys you just would got get a gold 10 star. cool points. Yeah. You're the closest person yet. We haven't actually officially told anyone. I mean, so. if you want, you can tell me. I'll just cut it out. Scout's honor. Mm. Oh, boy. Was a boy mm. scout, not am. Mm. <laughs> you don't have to. No pressure. Will. I won't feel judged <laughs> at all. I'm just saying. We have this rule that if, like, on your drive home, you're like, yo, I talked about somebody that I, you know, I got caught up in the moment. Can you take that? Sure, bud. Like the, also, yeah, like, gonna, like the jail guy. Yeah, like the jail guy. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna, are we, we're not just going to tell the meaning out. of I'll pit six to someone we just met. That's, no. Oh, yeah, that's true. that's true. I did just kind of dox him, didn't <laughs> you I? You did. Like, he Twice. lives here. <laughs> this is his name. Don't look him. Don't look him up. <laughs> look him up. Uh, yeah. yeah, I looked him up last night. I'm not going to lie. For the first time, I hadn't thought about him in years. And 
That's why he's on my mind right now. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, HCBM, that, that's a song that Sean wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean does not take enough credit for what he does. He would tell you he's a humble rhythm guitarist, which he is, but he can also shred with the best of them. I'm always trying to give him solos, and he does play the solo on that song. Um, he had it written before we linked up with him. It was pretty well complete. It was. Mm-hmm. It was and probably the most complete song um, when we all got together with Cam and Sean. They came in at the same time, and we all had a bunch of songs. That was definitely the most complete of the bunch. Yeah, and it's definitely like the the hardest I think that we go um, in terms of like intensity and um, speed, I guess, because like release on the album has some pretty heavy moments, but it's way more groovy mm-hmm. and laid back in a way. Um, but yeah, that's like one extreme is HCBM. And then you have a song like glass kingdom. That's very much more singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. And uh, our drummer actually wrote that guitar progression. So kudos to Cameron for being able to play Woo-hoo. more than one instrument. Shout out to Cameron. Anyone who can play more than one instrument is cooler to me in my book. Because oh, I can't even you. play one. Oh, it doesn't apply to you. I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> he never says I'm cool. And I'm like, oh, i got to take this now. <laughs> no, you, I do not you have like special... being ignored. <laughs> <laughs> just going to take that compliment. Just right. Give it to myself. But no, I had a... So I listened to... The album we're talking about, listeners, Electric Mind. Right? I got mm-hmm. that right? You did. Man, I was super. Hey, good thing we don't do anything live. Because if I had to mess it up, no one would have ever known. Um, I was listening to the album today... And, like, I don't know if something weird happened or if your album literally induced a state of psychosis, but I'm pretty sure I heard two songs, like, on repeat. Like, I listened to them, and then 20 minutes go by, I'm like, I just listened to this song. Like, there's no way. Because I didn't didn't have Spotify on Shuffle, nothing like that. I double-checked because I was like... Dude, what the fuck is happening? So I, I am giving you kudos for giving me a free high today. Heck yeah. it was, I'll take it. It was a real a free psychedelic high. trip that I took today. I was like, what the fuck? Hell yeah. It worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yes. The experiment worked. We're putting <laughs> sonic, uh, we're inducing psychosis through our sonic waves. We, sonic love. Sonic love. Like we definitely wanted the... The kids to go through an experience, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, the closest that we'll get to like a concept album, and I th- I don't even know what the concept is other than like the sound of the record. I guess um, we have all these influences. We try to put as many different tones mm-hmm. as we could, but uh, it's still the five of us playing those instruments, so it has that cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we just kind of wanted it to to flow really well. Again, the, going back to the, the obsessive quality, Adam and I here, we have gone through so many projects that never even came to be, and mm-hmm. we're like, well, what would the track listing be? <laughs> so that, I guess that was an experiment mm-hmm. in itself, just putting the songs in an order, mm-hmm. and then it kind of just came together. Um, one night I was very inebriated, and I was like, I think I can string all these songs together like really go hard on the orchestra mm-hmm. part and it worked out and then we had epilogue and uh we decided to split hcbm with the prologue it's still part of the same song but mm-hmm. to just give it a nice bow with the intro and outro 
What was the? I'm trying to remember. Um, there's one. Well, two tracks that bleed into each other. I can't remember the name, but I know it's eight minutes long. Yeah. And then four play and release. Four play yeah. and release. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I really loved how. First of all, is the four play a uh, callback to uh, was it? Is it Kansas? Oh, um, Boston. 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 That's Boston. Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Say it like um, that. Is that a little tip of the hat to Boston? In a way, I okay. guess. Ah, um, flat. We we're really just trying to make it work with release. We're like, what's the opposite of release? Four play. Cool. Oh. Uh, oh. It's like a little tease for the real thing. You there know? we yeah. go. Yeah. I was just learning about edging today. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, a, it was a podcast I was listening to. They were talking about edging, and now there's a new thing called gooning. What's I didn't gooning? look into it, but they tried to explain it. And basically, it's like a medita- meditative state you put yourself in. Like, And it's not just like, oh, think about it. No, it's... These people will surround themselves with like nine TV screens, all playing porn, and they won't even like do anything. They just like flood their brain with it. And these people do this for like three, four, five hours. Like, bro, I have shit that's, to do. That's wild. That it's is like, indeed wild. What, what wow. is that? Tantric sex, but it's like kind of like a passive version of that almost. Yeah, it's just masturbatory like Weird. meditation. It was. Weird. I mean, I'll do research later, but I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? We're going to get to the bottom of this. That's like heavy metal meditation. (laughs) We don't don't have to, though. That's the thing. (laughs) It's like maybe they're playing some like slots in there. Well, that'd be the ultimate heavy metal meditation. I, I, I don't know. I just, it's things just keep getting weirder and weirder. You know, hey, I don't mind. However you want to live your life, go for it. But sometimes just could be like. That's it's all about okay. pushing the envelope, bro. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's what evolution is. I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like, what's the difference between a chest shot and a wall shot? And it's like, depends on how, how much you edge or something like that. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, dick jokes. Um, That's why I didn't get it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> girls can uh, edge. I was going to say, girls yeah. have, can have dicks. Yeah, sure. They can. Mm-hmm. They absolutely yeah, can. Yeah, but like, they can edge too. <laughs> <laughs> But um, more importantly, yeah. <laughs> you're missing the point. <laughs> um, that was actually another thing you kind of touched on it. You said it wasn't really a concept album, which I I get, but I also feel like the album in total is a story. Like, how did you go about? You said you piece that you were drinking and you found a way to piece them together. Mm-hmm. How? Where were the pieces that clicked? Like, how did that? How did it not fit together beforehand? Were you drinking? I know you said inebriated. <laughs> I I was drinking. Okay. Uh, we don't judge. Among, o- just among so you other know. things. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, Some of a, those Michigan extracurricular activities. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was a long summer. Hey, um, <laughs> for all of us, man. For he was all edging. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Yeah. No, to I like think two minutes ago. <laughs> as far as stuff like not clicking. Um, I don't know if it didn't click so much as like it was it was pieced together. So like mm-hmm. Adam and I had some songs that we worked on when we were living down in Nashville that never really came to be, but they were like right there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the songs we did finish, the second full track parallel actually was not recorded in Michigan. We did some overdubs after the fact, but uh, that was the only song that we actually got recorded down south. So we came back with some tunes, met up with Sean and Cameron, and they had their own tunes mm-hmm. from their college days and 
we kind of realized that we were like all on the same page separately, mm-hmm. which was just like wild um, to have something come together so so smoothly like yeah, that. Yeah. And then uh, we were introduced to JC, who heard one of our songs as a demo, and like had like this mind trip like wrote like a novel and then like reduced the novel to like a paragraph and then like wrote a keyboard solo out of it. Dude's got a crazy mind. I swear to God. That's exactly what happened. So he um, wrote a book. Wrote a book. Then he can Turned it into it a paragraph. To an essay. Turned the paragraph. Yeah, into an essay, <laughs> to a paragraph, to a keyboard line. What the fuck? That was the weird one. What language does this dude speak? Binary. Keyboard. <laughs> That's what he <laughs> He's he's good with buttons for sure. Um, he knows how to beep boop technology, mm-hmm. huh? He does. He beep boop. But yeah, no. If you ever want a good conversation, talk to our buddy JC, Doctor Blevins. Doctor Blevins, absolutely. Like, and he's a doctor. PhD doctor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cause your man needs a fucking new doctor. I think I does he have his PhD? He definitely has he his master's. I think he does. Hey, yeah. close enough, man. I'll talk to the dude behind Arby's about my yeah. achy tooth. I, if you just say, "Yeah, I'm a doctor," and I'll believe. <laughs> oh, it. you knew Gary? Yeah, <laughs> dude, I go to Gary twice a week. You know, you don't have to go to a doctor to get healthcare, right? Oh no! I just want somebody to look at my back and touch me. That's really all it was. I mean, nurse practitioners can decide no they can prescribe shit for you listen i got a doctor kink okay that's what i want well also you know how i have my many personas i am also dr nick (laughs) i'll stick to speed racer nick (laughs) and detective nick (laughs) well you're in on that one yeah i'm what were we talking about Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Dr. Blevins. Ah, that's right. right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he added a lot of cool flourishes on the keyboard. A lot of it was atmospheric, um, but that really helped tie stuff together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we just realized that we all were kind of working towards the same thing. And so once we got together and brought it in the same space, it became a very organic process. And... I think I was just like riding that vibe when I put all the songs together. Mm -hmm. And then at that point it was like, oh sweet, that's the track listing. You can't fuck with it now because like there's the order in that last song. Mm -hmm. Try try not finishing the album now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how was COVID for you guys, especially with your whole band spread all over the place? It's been weird. Here Uh, in Indiana, people are idiots. I wish I could say it's different in Michigan, but it's about the same. Um, we definitely feel like we're taking crazy pills sometimes. Um, I just want to get back to playing music live, mm-hmm. so I'll yeah, do. Yeah. That's just it. I'll do whatever the CDC says. Just like mm-hmm. let me go back yeah. to shows. Mm-hmm. Um, when was your last show? March. Yeah. Seventh. Seventh, eighth, ninth. Something. It was like right that. after your birthday. Exactly. It was my birthday, quote unquote, show. It was mm-hmm. that right after? But it was that same week. I think it was yeah. that Saturday. Whatever. That seems was. Like my birthday March. was March sixth. It fell on that Saturday. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the seventh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Early was... March seems to be like the cutoff for a yeah. lot of people that have stopped. Yeah. yeah we it's... had to cancel a boatload of shows. Oh, unfortunately. Yeah. Our, our entire album, Electric Mind Spring Tour, dropped mm-hmm. the album, planned a tour. Played the first. We played shows, like two four, shows, three or four shows. Yeah, that was it. Uh, so yeah. that that was a bummer for sure. And then we both uh, worked. I, I guess you could. I don't know if we're still in the industry. We were in the service industry, but 
all the bars and restaurants went to like takeout only. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like called people back for a little while and then they're back to takeout. Um, so we've been finding other ways to make ends meet. It's mm-hmm. just been weird. Like we were talking about it on the way here. It still feels like March. Like yeah. we've had some good weather mm-hmm. this month. Mm-hmm. It's uh, been a long month, yeah. but it's still March. Yeah, I, I'm in the service industry too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't work from like March to September. Yeah. I didn't work that entire time. So, and then they just went back down to what? Are we at 50% in Indiana? Plus Capacity? 25. Yeah, it's 25, 25 now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, and the thing is, they hired a bunch of people thinking that we were going to, you know, stay at the 100%. Mm-hmm. Nope. So now we're at the 25 and nobody's getting Give shifts. Hours, yeah. So. It's brutal. Yeah. Brutal. I was working for a company during the first lockdown. And then three months went by. And then I was like, yo, I messaged one of my coworkers. I said, hey, uh, did any word on when we're going back to work? And they said, oh, we're already back at work. I'm like, oh, is that right? And they were like, yeah, we had a meeting about it today. Uh, they said, anyone who's here today is here to stay. Anyone who isn't here isn't coming back. I'm like, oh, that's cool. They didn't even call me to be like, hey, you don't work here anymore. But joke's on them. That company bought the company I work at now, so <laughs> get rid of me. <laughs> yeah. So you're Can't. like their boss then. Buenos <laughs> <laughs> dias, motherfucker. Dude, I was happy when I was told that, hey, we're not going to call you back. I was like, oh, no. Oh, this no. is such bad news. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> yeah. COVID didn't influence my life a bit i was like okay cool i don't do anything just stay home literally for seven months Mm -hmm. didn't change my life at all yeah i got outside a lot just because i was open i mean we what else could you do you know yeah Mm -hmm. not to say that like i was a recluse before i always try to get outside but Mm -hmm. yeah seven months of nothing to do Mm -hmm. went up to the upper peninsula for like a whole week that was awesome uh, I thought they were. I thought they closed down. Like, are you talking about? Like, he's camping? talking about when it was nice out. No, I oh, thought yeah. they closed down the camping and stuff during COVID, didn't they? They did initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, they opened it up like in the middle of summer, mm-hmm. and we caught it at, like the ass end, um, like late August, I think. <laughs> ass end mm-hmm. of the you know, Baptist Church. Damn, damn, that's exactly what I was. Sorry, about. but uh, yeah, did that. Drove all across the state. There's a bunch of like parks and nature preserves mm-hmm. near Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. So we've done been doing that a lot. Um, I'm sure Adam is probably doing a lot of the same. You got your dog. You've been taken out on walks. Oh, yeah. I've absolutely gotten outside every single day since March, I think. I'm going on at least like two-mile, three-mile little mm-hmm. walks here with my little puppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, COVID has mostly been weird. We, like we said, we were talking about how it's still March and how everything – still kind of feels the same mm-hmm. and that's been uh, a pain music always kind of flows out of me in one way or another lyrics on the other hand do not chris mm-hmm. writes all of them pretty much for that reason uh but it's like trying to finally take a stab at it and then covid happens i was like man i feel like i'm in the same place mm-hmm. i want as as i don't there's nothing it's like stagnant water and i'm yeah yeah, yeah. Instead of growing, yeah, I'm just growing mold instead of me- lyrics right now, yeah. you know? So that's Nothing. been the most frustrating thing outside of mm-hmm. not being able to do literally anything I love. I was like, I did service industry a little bit, but I was working, uh, I did the music at Founders Brewing Company. Mm. Oh, no and, shit. Um, 
that was I was about to just transition out from serving entirely and just do music and tours there and then COVID had so it's like mm-hmm. I've kind of I got to refigure out what I'm going to do now because music is not coming back for a very long time yeah. it looks like yeah I, I kept seeing uh everyone is like oh we canceled our tour but we rescheduled it for 2021 mm-hmm. but then it seems that the new uh idea is that anybody who hosts festivals and concerts won't allow it because the insurance will mm-hmm. cost too much to have so many people in one spot yeah so who fucking knows yeah we did do a live stream yeah it was fun we it was got weird to, it was weird oh it yeah felt like a band practice because you mm-hmm. couldn't have a live audience mm-hmm. but we did get to do some fun light stuff um we had my buddy blake who runs mandrick music shout out to mandrick music over in Grand Rapids, Michigan. If you guys need any custom-built guitars, like whatever, any custom work, hit him up. Um, but he also helped with lights. So we did the old school, like the Woodstock um, opaque projector with like the mm-hmm. oil and the water and stuff. Cool. So we did get to do some of that, uh, get to do some stuff you normally can't do with lights at a show just because right. the way projectors work. But yeah, so that was fun, but mm-hmm. it's no remedy for mm-hmm. the injection of an audience. So. Mm-hmm. I always feel bad practicing because I live in an apartment complex Mm -hmm. and I'm at the, like I'm on the floor level, the first floor. And I have- Ground floor. Yes. (laughs) I don't do stairs, but I feel bad. (laughs) I don't. I I learn something about you every time I see you. (laughs) I don't do stairs. It's good for loadouts. (laughs) I always feel bad playing any of, because I have like a piano and Mm -hmm. like my other instruments and stuff. And I'm like, when you practice at home, you're not supposed to sound good all the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to put my neighbors through that because yeah. everybody's in the apartment now. Sure. So I don't practice as much because of them. I my feel th- bad. My feel thing bad. about apartments is like I usually get the creative whatever you call it uh, at night. So mm-hmm. it's like when I have the inspiration, when the music's really flown in my head, it's like I'm going to wake everybody mm-hmm. up around me. So I'm... I just bought a house uh, about a year ago today, so that's been going pretty good. Just, yeah, I can, I can wake up my fiance. I I don't (laughs) feel bad about that. That's so sweet. Till death do you part. That's right. This is what you signed up for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, what you said there about uh, your your musical inspiration coming tonight. That's when mine comes too. Like it's like, oh, okay, time for bed. Let's lay down. Mm -hmm. Lay down. Boom. Feelings. Oh, put write it down, write it down. But I, I really wish it wasn't at night when I'm it's like, oh, we waited till last minute to when it's time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So waited inconvenient. Until it's time to be tranquilo. <laughs> it's been a while since tranquilo. I used that one. Tranquilo. It's always like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like between hours of nine PM, six AM. Mm-hmm. Those are when the ideas happen. Yeah, if you still got stuff to do in your day, then there's like no creative juices. But if you're mm-hmm. like, Oh sweet, I did all my tasks. And your eyes just light up, and you're like, "All right, let's write that song." Yeah, <laughs> tasks are done. Mm-hmm. Tasks are done. Yeah. The thing is, I can't do anything creative if I know I have to still clean the house. Oh, like I know I, I got to do my chores, and I just I can't get into knock that. out the side quests first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. like I literally will like run around trying to do it as fast as I can. Like I gotta call it into this juice. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I literally do like, no, I'm just run like, around. The, I'm just picturing you know, some like funny music of you just Betty Hill thing. I've been on a real like procrastination kick lately and I don't know why. <laughs> it's that S A D O 
The SAD. Who the hell is SADO? Seasonal depression. Oh, I don't know. I think it was because. <laughs> I think it was actually because I had to go a long time without any drugs because I had to get a new job, and so I'm just so chemically dependent on drugs to feel happy. I'm like, oh man, okay, I need a new job. I gotta quit doing drugs. But now I'm doing drugs. It's still not helping. <clears throat> Maybe do more. <laughs> you know what? I haven't tried that. That's a good idea. <laughs> hey, Dr. Nick was in the house. <laughs> Dr. Dameron. Dr. Derber. I know JC would uh, agree to that. So Dr. What? Blevins also Dr. encourages Blevins that. Agree. Okay, so that's a, what that's like three out of five doctors. Mm-hmm. Three out of five doctors agree. <laughs> more doctors. drugs helps. <laughs> that's some good math. I like those odds. <laughs> Uh, I um, what was I gonna say? You're well, just blanking, today. dude. It has been such We're a talking about day. How you're gonna start a procrastinator meeting? It was gonna be tomorrow, but then you decided to maybe Ooh, do it the day I after. Can't that. tomorrow. I'm <laughs> yeah. busy. Oh yeah. no, something came up. Um, what else did I wanna ask? Here we go. Is there any one thing that you would like to talk about that didn't come up organically? We tend to get sidetracked with Batman and Nickelback and poop a lot, so it's... Fair enough. We didn't talk about Batman today. We <laughs> did. Nickelback. At the top of the show, we did. You mentioned um, it. mentioned it. You did. I would say to the people listening in that, uh, you know, the album came out before the pandemic, so it's been, like we said, a long March, but mm-hmm. it's still it's still March. The album came out last month in February. Uh, <laughs> last month. And now we have it on vinyl. So for all the <gasps> oh, audio you files. Do. You yeah. do. 180 right? gram, baby. Wow, it's even better. Uh, is it any special color? Special variant by chance? It, not at the moment. Not a special variant, right, but it is fine. special in the fact that it, it's probably the one pressing that we'll do because they're quite quite pricey and we're that not having a whole are. lot of cash flow that they are yeah, yeah but, there's some exclusive artwork in there too um so it's pretty cool yeah but, well i want one i'm gonna tell yeah, you right I now i want, want one too right I love vinyl. absolutely yeah i have a big dumb collection that i don't even listen to and now all the actual audio files get mad at me because like why do you spend money on them and don't listen to them? like i just like them yeah <laughs> i can listen on spotify it doesn't sound the same when you have dumb ears like mine it does i can't tell the difference I can, so. but I'm, you know, partially deaf in one ear. Yep. So it helps the other ear hear. <laughs> Daredevil. Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Affleck. Affleck. We've been on a real Ben Affleck kick. Lately. I don't <laughs> know if I like it. I like to bring up the fact that even though live music is not currently happening, that mm-hmm. uh, very end of last year, maybe I think it was Land of Lat. 2019 we dropped a live album so <gasps> yeah i have that in my notes yeah so you can always listen to our band live even when we can't play for you so you can play the live stream on mute and play the live album yeah. and then you can take a couple hits of acid and just have a fucking ball just of try and set them up at the right time. yeah put some lasers on Figure out what movie it syncs up with. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> My bet is Lion King. <laughs> um, My bet is Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> we got no money. We got no food. Our heads are falling off. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just, um, you guys were talking about um, some of your pieces having more of a hypnotic sound. Very mm-hmm. mellow, you know, very 
chilled tracks. And you're talking about Tool earlier. Was that kind of like the swing over where you got that influence? Or? I definitely heard Tool today. Tool's my yeah. favorite like, band. Mm-hmm. High five. Not Led Zeppelin. But I love, I love Chris's Tool. Chris's favorite band. Mm-hmm. I don't like Tool. Probably followed close by Tool. Yeah. I'm a Tool. Probably followed close by Led Zeppelin. We and saw Primus Tool. and Ween. So I ran a band together. I watched Tool. I didn't think you guys stayed because the visuals were fucking weird. No, we we stayed. Yeah, I loved it. It was. It's just not fun to see that stuff so far. Mm -hmm. It's it's definitely not for everybody. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You gotta like. I tried. I hate Tool fans. No offense (laughs) to me or any of you guys. I can't stand Tool fans. At all. I would say I'm a Tool appreciator. Yeah. Like, but I'm not a fan where I'm like, oh, dude, I follow him around or I've seen him nine times. I've seen him once. And the only time I've ever been offered mushrooms at a festival was when Tool was playing. Classic. Yeah. I didn't buy any. I should have, though. Regrets. Regrets. Maybe I'd like Tool if I did some mushrooms while seeing them or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure it definitely enhanced the experience. I just couldn't get into them. No. Mm-hmm. They kind of the um, music video where they have like the guys in their mouths are open and mm-hmm. they're drawing the circle. I saw that one time and I was good. Bro, all their the music videos are fucking. Mm-hmm. Their guitar weird. player makes those. Yeah. 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 He did the, the stop motion claymation stop motion, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the uh, T Rex in Jurassic Park. No shit. Yeah, he was in Hollywood first, and then he was did the special effects in Terminator 2, like all the bullet holes and stuff. What? Um, th- like all the metal bullet holes. No he did shit. that. He did, I, th- I think, a scene in Predator. He did like part of the inside of the spaceship or something. What? That scene in Nightmare on Elm Street when Johnny Depp falls into that bed and all mm-hmm. the blood. That was also Adam Jones from no Tool. No shit. Then he quit. Everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're quitting the best Hollywood gig ever to join a rock and roll band and... Good luck with that, bud. And, uh, <laughs> oh, tool. how I'm sure he holds that over their heads. Well, that's yeah. pretty cool that he did great in two different yeah. Yeah. arenas. True yeah. artist. Mm-hmm. So I have a side story. It's not related to music at all, but you brought up Predator, right? Mm-hmm. I so, love Predator. I love Predator. Okay, so I went to my friend's house. It was like six of us. We're all spending the night and stuff, and we were in the basement. No windows. There's a bathroom or whatever, this chick used to use a Ouija board all the time. And hell she, yeah. Hell no. It was <laughs> awful. Um, hell Satan. One time in the middle of the night, I was just, you know, sleeping. I woke up randomly and I was like trying to look into the darkness. There's no lights, no windows. It's pitch black. And I'm like hanging over the cot. I'm like, I don't know why I randomly woke up. And then this noise right in my face and it Oh my god. I had never nope. I had never seen Predator Big nope. at that point. Yeah. I had never seen and I freaked the fuck out. I bet. This thing just like growled right in my face. I'll never forget it. I thought the story was gonna be, yeah, it was me and like five other people in the basement and the predator killed everybody <laughs> but me. <laughs> we also had like a situation that same night where like the sink came on in the bathroom and then we went and checked it out, but there wasn't any water. Whoa. Yeah. And there's like a it's a whole bunch of shit that happened to us while we were there. So remember I think listener, I like that. It's really scary. Remember, listener, when you look into the void, the void looks back. Why'd you point at me? <laughs> don't forget. Not if you avoid eye contact. I don't, nope. I don't look at the void. Yeah. Whenever I think of the void, I think of the the truth from Full Metal Alchemist. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
So spoopy. So good. Yeah, I still haven't I'm seen not... those movies. No? Mm-mm. I think the only one I really cared to watch was the... I can't ever remember the name of it, but it's the one that comes after the original series. It's mm-hmm. supposed to tie the series. The wars between, yeah. like, Edward's world and then... Yeah. Yeah. I watched that one, and it oh, did... Breaking it Dawn. Did, it <laughs> <laughs> it did piece the the shit ending of the mm-hmm. original series together all right, but mm-hmm. I still it's, think Brotherhood's better. Brotherhood is better. That's why I didn't watch those movies, because the OG was just too pr- depressing after the brothers split. Have you guys seen Full Metal Alchemist? No, guys, I've not. No. You guys watch anime? No. Sometimes I'll put it on mute when I'm playing music, because it's really, really fun to play music like, to oh, yeah? the anime, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I don't actually like watch anime. That's a brilliant idea. It's yeah, awesome. That's good. Because I mean, really fun. right now there's a huge like movement for what they call them AMVs, where people just use it's anime. Like Casey does. Yeah, anime uh, scenes and stuff, and they piece together a little. Is it safe for movie? anime music, video. music videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I've never Googled it, but I'm sure <laughs> that would make sense. That's what it stands for. Um, but yeah, that that is actually. I'm gonna have to tell some people about that. Be like, hey, I want you to watch Parasite the Maxim on mute. And, write some shit um write a book condense it to an essay <laughs> then a paragraph <laughs> and then put it on like write music <laughs> start an anime start um an anime. another question you guys had said you guys had said that you've been playing music and writing music and making music for 15 <laughs> years mm-hmm. more or less yeah if you were to give advice to a new and up and coming musician with your experience, mm-hmm. what do you think the best nugget of advice would be? Practice. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's very close. <laughs> Practice. <laughs> Startled me there. Oh, my God. I'm glad that, like, I'm glad, like, I wasn't the only one who just go. Practice. Me. Stop. <laughs> practice. About practice. Stop doing it, okay? <laughs> anyway, practice. 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 I know it sure. seems like a gimme, but. It's, it, it's not. If. Even if you can't make it as a creative artist, you mm-hmm. could still make it as like a hired gun if you mm-hmm. just don't stop playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that would be my first. And if that's what you want to do is play music. If you want want to do is write, um, then I would suggest write. You yeah. know, just come up with It's like fishing sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. you catch something. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't. Uh, but just go after it and don't listen to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Fuck the haters, man. Yeah. Fuck the haters. Fuck the lovers, too. Mm-hmm. Go and fuck anyone else's opinion yeah, you but go. yours. There you yeah. Go. Yeah. Going off of that, I would say, yeah, follow your gut. Um, there's so many times where you'll be writing a part to a song like, oh, that isn't cool. Like, that could be better. And it's like, no, it's probably cool because, like, you came up with it and you played it for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a lot of ideas that, like, we thought were you know, duds, mm-hmm. and then we ended up using them in a song later, and we're like, oh, I spent 50 hours that I didn't need to because I had it right the first time. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, like, trust your instinct, mm-hmm. and yeah, practice, practice, practice. Um, but yeah, like you said, don't listen to anybody else. I feel like we are always our biggest, like, naysayer Critic. because, mm-hmm. oh, that's not cool. Why do you think it's not cool? What are you comparing it to? What do you expect it to be? Oh, it's, it's a- not going to be Zach Wild because mm-hmm. guess what? You're not Zach Wild. You're not going to write what he writes because you're two totally different people. If you want to be like him, then you're not, you, you shouldn't try to be like somebody else. Mm-hmm. Just write your own thing. Yeah, absolutely. Be yourself. Yeah. yeah. You can be inspired by other artists. Don't be um, afraid to... 
steal techniques. You know, there's reasons <laughs> yeah. why I have certain effect pedals that I do, and it's because I stole it Technique. off this dude's board. We prefer the term permanently borrow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can nod at other artists, you know, and pick up tricks and tips here and there but you have to be true to yourself mm-hmm. otherwise people are going to see through that bullshit and yeah. be like oh well you're an imitator mm-hmm. yeah music's supposed to be a form of self-expression not imitation mm-hmm. i mean there are people that do it but hey to each his own i'm just saying mm-hmm. i prefer self-expression i'm gonna go i'm gonna go off of what you guys are saying um even though you didn't ask me the question <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you got to remember to not let yourself regulate yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because you're talking about being original, being creative, trust your gut. But, you know, your drummer having issues with being a perfectionist, that's mm-hmm. an easy thing to slide into when you're mm-hmm. a musician. So, so easy. Don't want to, you know, stunt your creative drive before you get going. Yeah, I feel like that's absolutely. a big one. There's such a fine line, too, between mm-hmm. pushing yourself and being the best uh, and, and trying to yeah, just push yourself as far as songwriting goes. And then there's when does that get into just overdoing it and beating mm-hmm. a dead horse, mm-hmm. you know? And that is the trickiest thing. And I don't have any advice on that other than, yeah, just what we were saying. Just don't doubt your original idea. And if anything, fall back on that rather than any. Mm-hmm. Like bookmark it. Yeah, like exactly. don't scrap every mm-hmm. idea yeah. entirely. Like keep little bits and pieces. I have a couple Absolutely. blueprints to pick from. Absolutely, mm-hmm. for sure. I always follow the notion that, like, it, listener, if you wanted to take advice from someone who's not a musician, um, when I have these ideas and I don't like it, I just save it, put it away. It's kind of like what they tell you to do when you're trying to think of something, it's right on the tip of your tongue, but it's not coming. Mm-hmm. Move on. Go away from it, mm-hmm. and your brain will push it back. Right you back. don't know when, but mm-hmm. it will come to you. At so. four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The most inconvenient time. Yeah. So, yeah. I know a lot of people who are like, bro, I'll go over to their house, and we'll fuck around with music or whatever, and they'll be like, yeah, here's this folder. And they'll open it and be like, bang, 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 bang. I'm like, what are all those? They're like, those are just like riff ideas. I'm like, oh, shit, you save everyone? They're like, yeah, because I never know, like – I might be playing, mm-hmm. that riff might come up again accidentally and I'll have the rest of it. It'll just mm-hmm. pour out of me. I'm like, that's a good idea. That's yeah. so satisfying when mm-hmm. you have completely different pieces and you're like, oh, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. And then, poof, just, just together. Blends yeah, together. Kind of like Glass Kingdom and the Revolution. Absolutely, yeah. Those were like half written by Cameron. Sean helped with Revolution as well, but they didn't have like choruses or mm-hmm. anything. And so, yeah, they bounced the idea off of us, came up with the chorus, and they're like, oh, that's sweet. We're like, well, your part was sweet. It inspired me to do mm-hmm. that. So, And again, we didn't really question ourselves because um, that's just never a good thing to do because mm-hmm. you are your biggest critic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and that's happening. You know, We've started writing new songs with the pandemic. We can't play shows, so I guess we'll work on another album. Even, <laughs> oh, darn. Got to stay busy. <clears throat> So we have a song that has been like two separate songs for years and we just put them together. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, don't get rid of those old ideas. Mm -hmm. I think the studio saying is like, don't delete anything. Mm -hmm. Um, This song is a real Nina Alexander. If I want to make another full metal alchemist reference. (laughs) The worst reference ever. Since you guys don't know, there's Mm -hmm. a scientist who's trying to make a human uh, animal hybrid chimera mm-hmm. and so he runs out of state funding 
So he just does it at his house, and the only things he has at his disposal are his dog and his daughter. So he Uh, blends them together. But wait, you got Oh, yeah, he killed his wife first. Yeah, that's how he got his first state funding, because he did it to his wife, and she said one word as a chimera. What was that word? Was it? No, it was two words. Wasn't it kill me? Kill me. Yeah, Yeah. 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 It's really fucked up. Is it what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) Daredevil sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, if you want to be really like depressed and feel really gross, Mm -hmm. watch that scene. It's really great. They didn't tell me about it in this at the time. That was like my first real anime. Mm. First real one. So and they good. gave it's a really good one to start off with, but unfortunately that scene makes you feel very disgusting. And I'm not used to that. I'm kind of a baby in regards to everything. So that hit me Lex really is hard. Heavy. <laughs> heavy. Yeah. Heavy stuff. Yeah. So So I'm sure we close out with um maybe revolution. I feel like that song was played on 88.1 earlier today. Oh, oh shit. We got some radio play? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Grand Rapids own 88.1 WYCE. Great supporters of music. Uh, and they p- play us pretty frequently. They've been really really good to us. Hell yeah. yeah. Good. I, I would say Revolution. Because that if we would have done another single before the album, it probably would have been that one. Absolutely would have. Okay. And uh, it kind of sums up the times right now. And it rocks. Bitch. Well, so checks the boxes. Cut back it. Well, I'm late. <laughs> we, I didn't. We, I didn't get an answer for my question. Is there anything yeah, that you'd like to, to plug? Yeah. Well, no. Outside. Talk about specifically, like, mm-hmm. oh, we this. Our writing style is really unique. I'd like to talk on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're sponsored by whatever this kind of guitar, drum cymbals, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure there are obligatory things that uh, go into that. You always got to plug them at some point. I just like to make sure yeah. that everyone gets to say what they want. I appreciate that. Yeah, this is- I'm unfortunately not sponsored yet, but yet there you go. Neither. If you know any good string companies, I blow through bass strings so fast. Yeah, yeah, I got something weird. My hands like they're super sweaty, and I have like a excess of salt in my so they just kill strings. Like I'll put on brand new strings, <laughs> record a song for like an hour or two, and the strings will be dead by the end of the session. Just like Damn. rust through. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I At like first, I thought he was like, "I got something weird," and you just go, "My hand." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with my I don't, hands. I don't. I never do. <laughs> the salt companies need to go to you when winter time comes around. You need to like market that sweat. Especially when I get clammy hands, I can just wring them out on the road. Oh, what the my hell? god! Just step you don't outside. Need a salt truck. Don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't like that. You could be like a human. What are the? Don't you have to put like um oh. Water softener. You could be a human water softener. Just stick in your hands in people's water softener and add salt. You just walk yes. through a restaurant. Here you go. Just into someone's water glass. Uh, human water softener. Oh, sir, yeah. I'm out of salt. I got you. Just fuck. Oh, One of Batman's lesser up. known villains. <laughs> <laughs> this is still debated, but um, there's a disease called cystic fibrosis. Yep. Yep. So mm-hmm. my aunt has it. It's hereditary, right? So mm-hmm. there are certain things that doctors are beginning to discuss amongst themselves, like signs of like gene carriers or carrier mm-hmm. symptoms. Uh and that is one of them, being extra sweaty and like have extra amount of salt in your skin. And also, 
the weird poops that I have may be partially due to lactose intolerance, but the other part I didn't mention might be a carrier maybe symptom have, for cystic fibrosis. Maybe well, I have cystic fibrosis. We just found another hour's long worth of topic. Mm-hmm. Tell me dun, more dun, about dun, your dun, weird dun, poops. Dun, 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 <laughs> man, I literally was about to show Chris a picture. It was on my old phone. Uh, you keep time. your old phone? What's that? You keep your old phone just with your poop pictures. Poop pictures yeah. Poop. So I had an iPhone and now I have an Android. So the pictures didn't transfer over. But I do have Welcome that. Welcome to the right side. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had to go to the bathroom really bad. For some reason, sushi always gives me the shits like really quick. Mm. Yeah, um, but I, I love that. sushi. I love so I had sushi. a bunch. Went in the car. I was literally joking. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to poop really bad in about a half hour. 20 minutes later, I'm like, you guys got to pull over now. I run into Meyer. I go and I I was in there for probably about 20 minutes. And I, I don't like to sit on public <clears throat> toilets because I'm for a bit good weird reason. about that. And yeah. if you put toilet paper on it, that does not actually help. If you guys are super sanit- it like it makes it worse. Do you do what I do and you actually like take soap? Wipe t- and then go back get water and then dry it. I should have I this time, but I hovered <laughs> and it was hovered. explosive projectile. Oh, it was no. like a shotgun blast oh. went off. It got on the wall. It got on the flushing handle. It got on the plunger. It got everywhere. Oh so almost a photo finish. Not quite. It's a foul. <laughs> Welcome to the Toon Junkies Poop Cast, the podcast within a podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. <laughs> I'm not oh, going to tag myself. I, Lex was in this one. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you said that because I was just talking to him today about like a, a joke. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny, you know, if you're in, you know, Hobby Lobby checking out and all of a sudden some dude runs in and just mm-hmm. says, restroom. And then the person's like, what? He's like, I have to go right now. Like Kevin. I'm crowning. Like yeah. Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I have to go to the bathroom. You perfectly played. You were that guy. I, I was. Yeah. There, I got out. There's a guy just waiting probably oh, for about no. 10 or 15 mm. minutes. Wait, he heard everything happen? I don't think he heard it okay. because it was like a one-person room okay. kind of thing. Wait, was uh, it the gas station? No, Meyer? it was at a Meyer. No, because there's a Meyer gas station right here and then an actual Meyer. Yeah, I don't think And the Meyer gas station is one. the one stall thing. Yeah, it was at an actual Meyer, but I think it was the one in- Don't incriminate yourself. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was in Michigan. You, you talked go. about <laughs> spreading fecal matter everywhere. It was everywhere, yeah, and it got to the point. It was like I couldn't clean it up. I didn't have the tools to clean it up. The tools <laughs> that I needed to clean it up were, in fact, covered in my fecal matter. You so I just left into it into the store to and get I, tools. My fiance had my car keys. I had to find her. I'm like, Jackie, I got to go right now. I can't get. It. She's like, What happened? I was like. I just blew up the bathroom. I, I don't want them to see me. I don't want, yeah, so I just ran out, ran in my car and waited for them to finish and up. Hid. No. I hid. Yeah. Honey, for legal purposes, we have to leave right now. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, imagine Why? that. Like, Are you, you walk, ride or die? I showed them Get the picture. The I was like, I just did this. And, <laughs> and then, yeah, I was with her and her sister, and her sister fell on the floor when she saw what I did. Literally. You walk out and said, yeah, it was like that when I found it. Yeah. <laughs> run I, away as fast as you can. I'm glad you said it was like a single person bathroom because I was thinking it was like a bathroom bathroom with several stalls. And then yeah. you were like, yeah, this dude was waiting. He's like, he sat in there for that? Yeah. You <laughs> fucking turn Bast and leave. I don't have to go that bad. I'm not going to sit in this. Right. He was actually just really kinky. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's are edgy. You mm, are you done in there? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Gross. We don't kink shame here on the Toon Junkies podcast. You no, can get into whatever you want. But we might say ew under our breath. But that's okay because it's just not my kink. Mm-hmm. Going off that, 
I don't know how much of this poop talk is staying. <laughs> Probably but all of it. <laughs> while we're on the subject, check out our uncensored music oh video God. for our song Sally. Yes, what? if you guys There's like a poop. clean version and an unclean version. Watch the unclean. Watch the unclean version. It's very unclean. Uh <laughs> Where's this at? Where can I find it? YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. On the YouTubes. Yep. And I just type in... Sally is Sally. the name of our song. Yep. I probably don't want to type in unclean Sally because that might not get me what I want. I mean, just, on YouTube... Uh, it might get you just what you want, oh, but you not what, what I right. want. <laughs> <laughs> not what we're promoting. No. Just You'll see the two videos. Don't okay. click on the clean version. I'm never interested in the clean yeah. version. Nobody likes the edited version anyways. Edited. Censorship. Boo. If there's a, yeah, Boo. If there's a director's cut, I'm always going for that. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. That's what I'm, I mean, I'm I, saying that for me. I know you do. <laughs> I would call it the director's cut, but the director did not The director not did not it. want it. In. <laughs> I forced them to do it because basically you get to watch me Unrated. take a shit. Uh, bro, yeah. that's OnlyFans material, bro. You're just putting it out there for free? It's this a, is true, actually. Someone's going to keep one. for that. Yeah. Well, you it's can... free, guys. Just now. give me the hits on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Who here actually wipes their toilet bowl on the outside? On the outside? Like, mm -hmm. what do you mean? Like, when I cl if it's deep dirty? clean it, I will. I mean, deep I do. Clean for sure. I got... I, me and Kitty with long hair, and he fucking likes mm -hmm. to hang out with me while I'm pooping, and mm -hmm. he gets a hair all over the side, oh, and yeah. it just looks awful. Yeah, my cat does that too. Yeah. Well, I like in like college and dorms and stuff, going to like other people's rooms, and you go into their bathrooms, mm -hmm. and you see how disgusting they see are. See that puke from the beginning of the year. It's not, it's not even the puke that's bad. It's like the clumps of hair and mm. grime that are like underneath where... Hair in toilets is just never good because you always wonder where that hair came from, who yeah. it came from, how long... What yeah. it came from. <laughs> what it came from. We don't we don't want to misgender somebody. Okay? We or miss I about to say, I have like bunny hair on my toilet. Um, you taught your bunny how to use a toilet? That's so <laughs> freaking awesome. Like. He is potty trained. Donna, my friend had a uh, a cat that was potty trained. Oh. It was pretty cool. He taught it by putting litter on the seats in the mm -hmm. dorm rooms, and then it finally learned to poop in the toilet. I uh, That's full impressive. Dis <laughs> full disclosure, cool. I'm in this like mini cat groups on Facebook, um, and I've seen several people whose cats just watch humans and then learn to use the toilet. They're just like, oh, that's where you go? That's where I'll go, too. And then they just do it. That sounds awesome. good. I'm like, damn. Okay, Kitty. I don't know if I'd like that, though. I'm I also pretty either. sure you're not supposed to flush cat poop because there's like My cat just starts pooping on my ex-girlfriend. I was like, what? No, no. <laughs> stop. That's just me. That's just me. <laughs> um. Well, I'm glad we ended this with poop. Yeah. Full yeah. circle. Uh-huh. It's poop just a favorite. hell loop. <laughs> poop is my favorite thing. I will never not laugh at a poop joke. I just saw, like, something in my memories on Facebook, too. It's just, like, take a drink every time Chris laughs about something <laughs> poop-related. <laughs> well, someone they're getting drunk on this episode. Mm -hmm. Off Jankum. at least every other episode. And I just when and... you think you're done drinking at the end of the episode, you got to just, just yeah. that much worse. Yeah. You guys ever tried Jankum? What's Jankum? Like those jeans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jinko. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys don't know. So it, it, if you poop and piss in a jar and put like a balloon over oh, it and yeah, let it yeah, ferment yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you inhale the balloon, that is Jankum. Why are you surprised that I didn't know what that is? <laughs> 
because we're you guys love edu- poop. Yeah, we're that's the poop. ultimate <laughs> appreciation of poop. That part right there, I'm cutting out. You guys love poop. That's <laughs> when we get like an official intro. That's going in. You, like sure. <laughs> you guys love poop for sure. It was very matter of fact. Yeah. Come on, come on. Of course, we talk about poop. poop for like an hour. Oh man! It turned out Jenkins actually not real. It was just the news going haywire with another, you know, false story or whatever. Oh really? Mm, it's not real, but they tried to frame it like it was real. Dang it! I know. I wish it was real. He said, I'm trying to Because I was like, I know shit, what I'm going to do when I get home. <laughs> Is it kind of like the Tide Pod thing? I literally have never seen anybody eat a Tide Pod. No, that was a TikTok challenge, and that was very real. Um, but yeah. they weren't doing it to get high. They were just doing it because, because they, look they would delicious. get millions they of views. They do look really good. They yeah. do? They yeah. look like candy. Yeah, they do. It's the colors to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, is this a gusher? Ooh. Man, I'm glad I don't have any of those I'm going to do home. a podcast within a podcast. We're doing a blind taste test. <laughs> it's called Tide Pod or Gusher. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, in all you lose once, though, you're dead. Plug in, plug in the band. I would say, everybody listening, uh, check out our album, Electric Mind. We worked really hard on it, and it was a super bummer to have to cut our tour short. Yeah. Uh, but you can support us by listening to it, following us on Spotify, buying our merch. Um, we like to get spacey and hypnotic like tool, but we also really appreciate a good, concise pop song. Uh, so there's a little bit of something for everybody on there. And, uh, yeah, we just, we play rock music. (laughs) That one. Yeah. (laughs) That one too. Uh, can confirm. I listened to it three times a day and well, I may have only listened to it once, but the hypnotic (laughs) trance that you guys put me in i thought i felt like i'd listened to it three times i don't know if i'm gonna leave this in but are you guys fans of the arctic monkeys by chance yes yeah okay because i hear that in your music nice nice so yeah yeah i was yeah tool i heard for sure especially Mm -hmm. like the droney like repetitive like Mm -hmm. just almost like a suspenseful building i was like i wonder if they're tool fans but I'm always too afraid to be like, hey, do you guys like Tool? And then they'd be like, no. Be like, no. Oh, never mind. I definitely didn't hear Tool in your band then. <laughs> so. Are you guys, have you ever heard of Angels and Airwaves? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> I honestly like I was. Them. That's who I was thinking of when it, like okay. your little higher pop stuff, but like not even real taste of it, like the Tool or anything. Mm-hmm. That's Tom like, Dong's band, right? Aliens. Tom DeLong. Yeah. The alien but guy. I personally mm-hmm. like Angels and Airwaves better than Blake. That's what I was about to say. I kind of yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I like it. Way better. Joey, Joey I of Empire, Lot Lizards. I love that album. Joey of Lot Lizards is the one that told me to really look into him. Like, I'd heard of him, but I'd never mm-hmm. even. That was one I was in a band called The Lot Lizards. Me and Chris were both, actually. Forgot. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, Chris played drums at the time in Wait, the band. Louisi- Clearly, this can't be the same band. Yeah. Louisiana Lot Lizards? Uh, nope. Okay. No, they're just the Lot Lizards. Okay. Do you guys look for reptiles in the parking lot or something? Like You know what a lot lizard is, right? No. Oh, really? It's, it's actually a, no. not a reptile. No. It looks well, like one. Well, it, well. It's questionable. <laughs> we'll tell you after. No, I'm going to tell her now because I want to see her face and how uncomfortable she A lot lizard is a prostitute that hangs around uh, truck dra- truck stations. They call them lot lizards because they'll like, come out of nowhere, just kind of like slither up <laughs> up to the <laughs> truck and then like kind of slither away. <laughs> 
You Have looking you ever for seen darkness. a prostitute in a truck stop? Do they actually make that noise? I don't know how many times I've been to a truck stop, to be honest. You poop a lot you on the say, road. I can't tell you how many times I've seen this happen at a truck stop. <laughs> it made me think of that Supernatural episode where like, the girls take the truckers and then they move the trucks, but they're like, hey, come with us. And they like, you know, eat them. Yeah, I mean, that. Oh, I guess okay. you could say that's what lot lizards do too, but... They just get paid for it. On that note, (laughs) thank you guys so much for coming here today. Who says we're not educational? (laughs) Who says we're not educational? You learned about Jankum lot lizards, (laughs) my pooping habits. (laughs) (laughs) No, we appreciate y'all having us. It's been a pleasure. Um, Shooting the shit. You mentioned like Spotify and streaming stuff. Uh, Where else can we find you and follow you? Uh, Apple Music. I mean, pretty much all the streaming sites. We got, got a, a official page. website. Okay, we got a website. Yeah. Overdriveorchestra.com. Yeah, that'll take you to all the other places Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. YouTube, technology. We kind of know how to work it. Um, but yeah, f- follow us, sign up for the mailing list. Um, when shows are going, we mm-hmm. play a lot. So, um, and I guess be on the lookout for new tunes eventually on the horizon. And mm-hmm. check out that YouTube video, Unclean. The Unclean, Unclean Sally. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wiped my butt with, uh, I believe it was like Poison, <laughs> ma- uh, yeah, Poison, poison Sumac, oak. Poison Oak, one of those two. If you're not allergic to it, it won't do anything. I was. <laughs> oh, no. Spoiler. all. Yeah. The cool thing was it made pooping feel really, really good because every time you'd poop, the poop would kind of like scratch your butthole on the way out. Oh, my God. So it was like not only did it feel relieving because you're pooping, but you're also scratching that itch that's really hard to get to. Oh, um, dude. So that was kind of nice. But other than that, it really sucked. We may have just <laughs> added miserable. something to my kink list. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Wipe your butt with some poison ivy, poison oak, poison sumac. See what happens. Hmm. And I also have a bidet. So I feel like the combination oh. of all that. Mm-hmm. Bro. Can make sure it's nice and warm. Who needs a girlfriend when I have all that stuff? You can find us on our Facebook and Instagram <laughs> pages, Toon Junkies Podcast. Invite your friends. Um, our Twitter is Toon Junkies Pod. My personal Instagram is pulp.niction. And my personal Twitter is make Dameron sure. Chris, where can we find you? If you'd like to reach me, you can leave me alone. And that also goes for Lex. She doesn't want to talk to you either. But check out her art. Yeah, do that. It's uh, so I, I didn't mean to do that so dismissively. I had something on my head that I had to get out because I missed the opportunity earlier. Be sure to hit up Overdrive Orchestra on Bandcamp Fridays where mm-hmm. they get all the proceeds. Bandcamp doesn't take any money. I'm pretty sure that this month's has already gone past. I'm pretty sure it was December 4th because I think it's the first Friday of every month. So be sure right. to hit them up January, whatever Friday mm-hmm. that is. So. Well, since Nick, you kind of kind of plugged me, I guess I should tell people where they would find my art. Yeah. This is the first time I've actually said this. Um, if you're interested in the stuff that I paint, all the creepy things, you can find it at Instagram, Women in Nature Art. What have you guys been listening to? Um, we pull up a Spotify, just like recently, just yeah, your own we, personal. We end the show with uh, just... What have you been listening to lately? Yeah. Uh, most recently, a buddy of ours in Grand Rapids, uh, his name's Brandino, but his stage name nice. is the Brandino Extravaganza. He has Even a brand cool. new EP out, and it slaps. I would highly Slap. recommend that. Um, less recent than that, All Them Witches has a new album out. They're a super cool psych rock band from 
Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, their new album was recorded at Abbey Road, Ooh. which is really cool. Big flex. Yeah, yeah. super big flex. Um, that, those are the two that come to mind for me, Adam. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Bone Thugs and Harmony lately. Nice. Yeah. Been really digging on that. Some of the more old school vibes, stuff like that. Um, I feel like I've been li- listening to Thundercat like Thunder all the time, Cat. like yeah. nonstop for the past two, three, pretty much since Drunk came out. Um, but I'm always on a Thundercat kit lately. I feel like Aphex Twin, Melvins, probably those guys seem to be mm-hmm. the top of my, my Spotify right now. You should send me like the one album that will sell Thundercat because drunk. I, I know the name. But Listen I've to Drunk. Drunk for sure. Mm-hmm. Without a album? doubt. It's amazing. Okay. Also, similar concept album. It's every it, it yeah, just listen to it, but it's basically it's basically a concept album about being drunk, like wake up in the morning, you know. Feeling like actually it starts with going to bed the night before, essentially, mm-hmm. and kind of just goes through all the way up through the next day until he starts partying again. Okay. And, um it's it's killer. Yeah, he played if you're a fan of kind of yeah, Kendrick Lamar at all. He played bass on a lot of those tunes, too. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Nice. Just played a new... Uh, he did Them Changes. That's probably his biggest song off that yeah. record with Ariana Grande with the uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I think. We were like yeah, kind of behind him. Yeah, that's the fucking yeah, yeah, Thundercat, yeah. 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 I for, who is that? We were just talking to that they brought up Thundercat, and I was trying to remember that video because yeah. I watched it, and I was oh, it was Trent. Trent was he shared it and I was like, bro, this fucking slaps. This is so groovy yeah. as fuck. Mm-hmm. Groovy. Yeah, I really like that. For sure. Who were the people? <laughs> it was like, I O and somebody else that were playing. I think it was drums and then who was on the synth? Uh, on Thundercat stuff. Yeah. Flying Lotus. Well, in that was that Flying Lotus in that video that was with the Aqua Team. Oh, oh I can't remember to be honest. I think it was for like an Adult Swim. Yeah, it like was, performance yeah. or yeah. whatever. It was like an all-star ensemble. Yeah, because Ariana Grande was there, too, Mm -hmm. helping. I don't know who played keys on that, to be honest. Uh, Once I find that video again, I'll do more research. But it's what I get for watching video and just like, that was nice, instead of saving it. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mine's a little bit all over the place. Mm -hmm. I've been uh, listening to The Frights lately. Uh, Oliver Tree, I recently just fell in love with everything that he does. Mm -hmm. Laura Jane Grace, her solo stuff. Dropout Kings came out with with a new song Mm -hmm. called I Ain't Depressed. (laughs) (laughs) As a joke, I sent Mike from uh, Publicity Publicity Stunt the Ted 2 soundtrack, and I ended up listening to it, and that's actually pretty good. I'm glad you brought him up because he brought you a gift. It's over there in the corner. Oh, he left it at my house. It's here. Yeah, it's here. Oh my god! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I definitely forgot about it. I'm glad you brought him up. And uh, Bobby Day, because for some reason I've been really into the song "Rock and Robin." Okay, so yeah, okay, actually, "Rock and Robin." I didn't even know who sang that. His name is Bobby Day. Yeah. All right. It just makes me think of Bobby's World. I used to freaking love Bowling that song Bowling as a kid. Bowling for Soup. Hey, I love Bowling for Soup. Nick just really loves soup. <laughs> oh, I do. Yes, I, I love soup. soup for soup sure. You like, you like poop? I like soup. It's only one, well, you went one there. phonetic. Yeah. It rhymes. Yeah. 
Lex, what have you been listening to? Um, so nothing at all like what you guys have been listening to. I don't know why, but That's I got normally how it goes. You know what? <laughs> Shut up. Um, I've been listening to like like thirties, forties, fifties hits. Like um Etta James, Frank Sinatra, um Oh, Louis Armstrong, like what a wonderful <laughs> world. Really I good. keep singing it like over and over and over again. Do you and do then, the raspy thing too? No. Yeah. Well, Rock and Robin from the fifties? Huh? I, said, I, was, I was wondering I if Rock and Robin so. was from the fifties. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I uh, well, no, I don't know when uh, a wonderful world came out, but that was in the later years of Louis Armstrong's mm-hmm. life. Um, but no, I've been doing like a like just like vocal like changing up my vocal technique sometimes just mm-hmm. for fun. So I'm like playing around with like a more jazzy vibrato, and you hear a lot of that with Etta James and Frank Sinatra and Louis Armstrong. So, uh, Cindy Lou Who, oh, her band, about, uh, the Pretty, Pretty Reckless. Reckless. Yeah, I have avoided Taylor li- Momsen. Yeah, I've avoided listening to that band. I don't know why. She and fucking I- rocks. I downloaded like all their albums. Taylor Momsen's awesome. She's really good. I love her sound. Um, Cigaros. Oh, Elvis too. I'm listening to Elvis. I like Elvis. Never been, a, never been a big Elvis fan. Same. But I've also never even like delved into his music. I just know the hits that my grandma and grandpa. Yeah. It's basically when I'm just playing. I'm like yeah. listening to the hits and just like singing along and whatever. Um, and Pat Benatar. Nice. nice. Benatar. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Your turn. Um. So I have been listening to. Um. I don't know how to say this. I'm pretty sure it's belay my burial. Um, belay. Mm. Belay mean to like delay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> belay like, mignon. No. Well, let's ask. How's it spelled? Belay. Belay? Oh, I was right. I always heard it belay. Like, belay that. Like, don't that's, listen to that. Don't do that. Belay that. I don't know. It's I pirate know. code. Oh, that's why. Yeah, I, I thought Y'all you better were... belay that. <laughs> belay that. Uh, Lex, I, I know you've been listening that. to Sabaton lately, so that's yes, why you're talking like a pirate. I have. <laughs> I tried getting my mom listening to The, um, the Last Stand, mm-hmm. and she's like, it's what's it called when they don't they like bleep out cuss words it's censored censored mm-hmm. whatever she listened to it had the, the lyrics bleeps. centered censored for whatever i'm like there aren't any cuss words in it and she's like it's for the extreme fighting energy <laughs> i'm like it's a it's a song about a war so yeah but did you listen to it she's like eh. i was like okay i danced to this at home so that kind of hurt my feelings but she's kind of lame so well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree now, does it? Nope. Um. Anyways, I've also been listening to a band called Love and Death, which is Monkey from Korn's side project. Mm. Very, uh, very just raw. It sounds like Korn and Breaking Benjamin had a baby. I mean, if I'm going to be completely honest, it's not amazing, but I really like the effects he puts on his vocals, so I'll I'll listen. Um, and then Tides of Man, which is Tillian's first band. <gasps> I didn't know that he um, he did demos with Seosin, mm-hmm. and he also toured yep. with Amorosa. And Amorosa? 
Amorosa, Amorosa, Amorosa. Amaretto, Stone Sour. (laughs) All kinds of names. Amorosa. Um, But like apparently none of the demos came out for either of those because he was too busy for Seosin touring with Amorosa Mm -hmm. and then Amorosa just didn't keep him around. Anyways, Tides of Man. um, What album was I listening to? Oh, Dream House. Dream House I definitely think is a banger. And then uh, Teenage Risk put out a new single. Um, and, uh, Gemini Syndrome put out a new single, and then, um, Devin Carter told me to check out the, uh, the Underachievers, because we were talking about hip-hop the other day, Mm. so I've been listening to them, too. I didn't know that there was a monkey and corn. That's impressive. Yeah. Bonfire by Childish Gambino. I have that on repeat all the time now. I love that song. I'm like, yeah, this is really good. I thought you were going to say Bonfire by Knife Party. Bonfire. I don't know that one. I don't know what that is either. Oh, really? No. It's like like an EDM song that I know and you don't. And I don't know shit about that kind of stuff. That's okay. Well, before we close out the show, you said... (laughs) <laughs> you, you. He just went like this. He went <laughs> sneaky. Didn't he? no words, just eye contact, eyebrow raise. Um, you said the song you wanted to close out with was um Revolutions. Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about that song before we close out? Sure. Um, that was one of the songs musically that Cameron and Sean had come up with, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a really cool, like jazzy kind of feel for the verses. Um, and then we came up with the chorus and the, the bridge and, um, I don't know. It does a lot of stuff in a short amount of time. It's like a three and a half minute song. And lyrically, lyrically, I think it touches on a lot of shit that's going on right now, even though I wrote it like three years ago. Um, so you're a prophet. I don't know if, I, I mean, I'll take it. Perhaps. <laughs> I I don't know if I'm a prophet so much as everything is cyclical. Yeah, And there's definitely like a theme of, there's uh, you know, stuff. There's always a revolution is, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Stuff changes, but it stays the same. Um, and the wheel keeps turning. Maybe we'll break the wheel. Maybe we'll reinvent the wheel. Uh, but a lot of people are arguing about that wheel. And it's, <laughs> that damn tension's wheel. getting high. Mm-hmm. That it is. Once again, guys, thank you so much. Um, for coming all the way down here and st- I don't know how far the drive was for you actually so <laughs> it was like two hours it wasn't too bad I don't exist oh. in uh, the fourth dimension <laughs> time is relative time is the medium I use to express myself not something I experience well mm. enjoy revolution by overdrive orchestra this has been a tune junkies podcast my name is Nick my name is Chris I'm Lex and I guess I won't add anything Oh, I thought you wanted something something at the very, very end. No, That's what like I before meant. we close out. Oh, okay. I, I, I seriously thought. You're in so much trouble, Nick. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're fine. This is why we don't do anything live. Because mm-hmm. we're not very professional. Yeah, did you say your part? DIY, baby. Well, I was about to say. I was gonna say we like to say it. rest in peace to yeah, the yeah. king of DIY, Tyler Bennett. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everything that you've done, and uh, you will be missed. Miss yeah. you, buddy. Yeah. Rest in peace, Tyler. And happy birthday to Sean Horner. Today is his 25th birthday. Yeah. So, but little note to all our listeners out there. We're hitting another low point of COVID, so make sure you're 
buying merch, supporting your musicians, going on Bandcamp, and keep an eye out for your local venues. We need to keep those open. I know we can't exactly have shows, but try to find small ways to support them. Shop local. Exactly. Christmas time is coming around. Everybody avoid Amazon. Support your local businesses. Yes, please. (laughs) This has been a Tin Junkies podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. And I'm Lex. And support your local lot lizards. They have family too. What? No, 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 I was looking at what you're looking at. What you're just looking at. You're talking. Okay. You looked at me like I am just striking yes. out today, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs>